Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to It's the Bearded Man podcast with your favorite, the world's favorite bearded man, Bob Bay. Episode 59, 100 days of meditation. We here, baby. Have you guys and gals ever been caught up in your thoughts, in your head, and allowed them to make you feel unhappy? Have you ever felt anxious waking up on a Monday morning thinking of everything ahead of you and the week ahead? Have you ever noticed that so many things are going good for your life, but yet you somehow do not feel fulfilled? What if there was a way to battle all this? And what if it was faux free? Would that interest you? Because I bet it would. The good news is we're diving into that today. It's a practice I like to call a meditation. Let's do it. As of today, January 18th, I've reco- I have completed, I was gonna say I've recorded, not the case, Bob A. I have completed 100 days of consistent meditation. That's right, 100 days of consistently meditating. If you don't believe me, come check my my, my uh, Headspace app. It's been counting for me. Um, but I, I didn't actually go into this intentionally with, I wanna do 100 days of meditation. There's a lot of the past podcasts, I've done 100 days of sweat, I've done 30 days of gratitude journaling, 75 days of no booze. I've done these little challenges, which I've really come to enjoy and appreciate, uh, these short sprints of time where I I kind of build in a new habit. I see how does this change me? Are there any pros? Are there any cons? Is this something I want to continue doing moving forward? And then I talk about it on a podcast. But I didn't actually really set into the meditation with like, I want to do this for 100 days straight and see what happens. I've already been really putting a lot of time and effort into meditation the last couple of years. And um, I recently just checked the Headspace app uh, maybe like two, three weeks ago and I saw that the counter was at like 78 days or you know, 80 days. And uh, that's when I was like, well, when I get to 100, I'm gonna talk about a pod, I'm gonna do this on a podcast and talk about it. So uh, yeah, today, literally. Couldn't be better timing because I record these podcasts on a Monday. Uh, so I love that the day that I record this podcast is literally the 100 days, uh, even though it comes out on Thursday. So let's go. But how... How do I feel, right? That's the big cue. You did it for 100 days, Bob A. How do you feel? I feel like a young Buddha. Call me the bearded Buddha man. That's the new version for me, 2021. The booted bearded man. I don't think people would enjoy it. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, But in all seriousness, it's been incredible as meditation has been so crucial to my well-being uh, over the last four, five years at this point. But really buckling down on 100 days without making any excuses. Ah, it's Sunday. I don't need to do it. Uh, I don't feel like I can't fit it in. I can't squeeze in 20 minutes of time in my day of 24 hours, right? Making up all these excuses. I said, no, 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 no excuses. I did it. Um, But I, I feel calm. I feel alive. I feel very attuned to my physical and mental health. I feel energized. I feel gratitude. And honestly, I just feel excitement for life, which... I, it's such a blessing, right? Like to wake up every day and honestly have a sense of direction and be excited about the life that you're living and being excited about the future and where you're going. If you really have been listening or if you go back to the beginning of the Bearded Man content journey uh, in 2016, I, I was really so lost. And to see what how everything has kind of played out over these last couple of years, it, I feel so fortunate and so blessed to have gotten to this point in time, but I also 
hope that people understand if you're hearing this and you feel lost and unsure of where you're going, let me be an example, right? Now, four or five years seems like a, a lot of a lot of time, and obviously it is, but it's just a day-by-day practice of continuously investing in yourself and trying to get better. And that's that's what piqued my interest in meditation in the first place in 2016 when I started listening to podcasts. I was, you know, uh, in my senior year at Bentley University in Boston. I was a business major. I didn't want to just get a job. And so, you know, through a lot of different decisions of trying to understand where decision making in the sense of like what is my life look like after college. Um, I don't even think at this point I had started I had considered starting a podcast, but I was listening to a lot of interviews, watching a lot of YouTube videos, and the one common one common theme among a many of common themes that I was I was seeing across a lot of successful people or people that had somewhat found what their purpose is on this earth, they a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them were using this practice of meditation. And it I was so intrigued by it. Like why and now I was that guy outside looking, I was like, what do you mean? Like these people are just sitting around listening to the breath. Like how is that helping them be successful? And so at some point after hearing about it, I was like, all right, I just got to do this thing. Like I need to try it, right? Like everyone's talking about it. They're successful. I need to jump on the bandwagon. And that's where it all started 2016, five plus years later, loving it ever since, you know, Headspace app. I've done the YouTube videos. I've done it a lot of different um, even Sam Harris waking up. That's a great app. I've done a lot of different ways of meditating, even without anything, just literally sitting and focusing on my breath, which has now become even something I can do throughout the day. If like I feel stressed, I feel overwhelmed. I can just take a second and freeze and just focus on my breath for literally 60 seconds. And I feel so much more at ease. Um, but that's where it all started. That's where it all stemmed. Uh, so today we're going to dive into the five ways Meditation has positively impacted my life, and I'm really excited to do that. Uh, but before I do, please, I know you guys and gals are sick of it, and if you're a first-time listener, I'm, I, I gotta, gotta let you know. The best way to support this podcast is at any moment in time, if you're enjoying this episode, please just screenshot the episode, toss it on your IG story, tag me at Bob A, B-O, three B's, four A's, and a Y, and let the world know you listen to The Bearded Man. That's how we grow this podcast organically. We don't got no ad money behind the scenes. We're not pumping dollar signs from this show. This is pure passion and uh, pure of hopefully of service to others that listen. So I greatly appreciate anyone out there that actually takes the time to listen. It literally means the world to me. Um, so I'm not just some guy cooking up in his bed, Rudio, talking to himself. If I get one listener, I'm doing something right. But uh, the best way to support this show is just screenshot the episode, post it to your IG story, tag me at Bob A, B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y. And I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Five ways meditation has positively impacted my life. Let's get into it. And a lot of this, even though, you know, through the 100 days of meditation of consistently doing it, this, all of these have been definitely um, a work in progress over the last couple of years. But when I do the meditation for that 100 days of consistency, consistently, and I'm going to implement this as daily for as long as I can go, uh, these five takeaways are so much more, um, I'm more aware of them in my day to day because the, the meditation sets the good intention for the day. Number one, dialed in on the present moment, huge, 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 huge takeaway, uh, from meditation. One of the biggest changes I've seen in my life 
since I started the practice of meditation is my ability to focus on the present moment. Perfect example, this moment in time, I'm recording this fantastic podcast that you guys and gals are listening to, or hopefully listening to, I should say. This is all that I'm worried about. There's things that I was doing before this podcast that I had to worry about. There's gonna be things that I have to do after I finish this podcast. But all that I'm focused on and all that I'm worried about at this moment in time is this podcast. I'm less worried or anxious about a meeting that I might have later this week or podcast guests that I have coming in a month or so or any of the million other things on that 2021 to-do list. I'm not worried about anything else except this moment and what I'm focused on. I'm putting all of my time and energy into this podcast because this is the present moment, me recording this podcast. If I'm sitting here recording this podcast, thinking about the email I have to send after this podcast, I'm not actually presently here, which means I can't actually deliver the greatest possible content. And then if I get to that email later and I'm typing up the email and I'm thinking about the podcast I need to prep for tomorrow while I'm writing that email, I don't even, I'm like writing an email, but I'm not even actually there. It's like, you ever driven in a car, gotten to a destination and just think to yourself, damn, how the hell did I even get here? I drove here, I don't even remember driving because we're not focused on the present moment. And so that's that's been really helpful with meditation. It's helping me dial in on the present moment, which helps me just really operate at my highest level and allows me to put all of my energy into whatever's in front of me at this very moment. During the pandemic, the Michael Jordan doc came out. Uh, if any of you guys and gals haven't seen it, I really suggest you check it out. Even if you're not a basketball fan, my appreciation for Michael Jordan grew tremendously. And now there's a lot of different opinions about, you know, he was a dick. He wasn't the greatest guy. Others might say he was the best ever, you know, we're save that for another day, another podcast. But there was a quote that I really, really resonated with, or at least I took with me. And I kind of remind myself of from time to time is he said in a quote, uh, why would I think about missing a shot I haven't taken in context? Somebody was interviewing him. I think about upcoming, you know, games, or about pressure, being under pressure, and, and being time at big when he has big time shots. Um, but I've tried to similarly try to use that mindset for everything that I do. Why bother getting stressed, worked up, or worried about something that has yet happened? It hasn't happened yet. So why am I gonna allow myself to get worried, to be stressed out about something that's happening in the future when really my present moment right now is this podcast? Even if it's on my calendar and I know it's going to come, I will cross that bridge when I get there. I'll cross the bridge when I get there. It does me no good getting stressed, worried, anxious, insert literally any emotion, uh, thinking about something that's coming down the line and it actually isn't here. Now, you obviously prepare for moments when they come or you have to put in the time now to get prepared for that moment, but anytime these emotions start to rise up in me, I, I dial myself back into the present moment. And when I do feel stressed or any of those emotions, or even like what, whatever's on that to-do list for just today, which you could say is the present moment of what you're doing today, um, I try to just listen and feel my breath. Close my eyes, take a moment to just feel the sensation of the air coming in and out of my lungs, allows me to come back to this moment. Now, if you're not somebody that pays attention to meditation, you're probably like, 
sensations, air flowing in and out of your lungs, bearded man, what type of shit are you smoking? I get it. It sounds woo-woo. It sounds crazy. It doesn't make sense. But think about it. Try it. Anytime today or any moment moving forward when you feel like a lot of weight's on your shoulder, you're stressed, you're anxious, you'll have all these emotions, close your eyes, breathe in, breathe out, focus on your breath, put your hand on your chest and feel the air coming in and out of your lungs and just focus on that until you feel at ease. Open your eyes back up and I promise you, you will feel a lot lighter in the sense that not so many thoughts are gonna be rolling through your head. So that's been one of the biggest takeaways so far from meditation for me is just getting super dialed in on the present moment. Not thinking about what hasn't, you know, about the future, the past, what's in front of me in this very moment. At this moment in time, it's me recording this podcast and that's all I'm gonna worry about. And then when I finish this podcast, I'll worry about what's next on on the to-do list of the bearded man. Number two, not stressed on what I can't control. Big one. I used to definitely be one of those guys that would stress out on things that I could not control. And then I got introduced to meditation and now it doesn't phase me. You can't hurt the bearded man. You can't stress out the bearded man. Except yesterday when I was trying to put together a piece of furniture, I did no good. But we got it done. Anyway. There's a quote that I once read, heard on a podcast, maybe saw on a doc. I don't know. Scratched my head, tried to think, tried to figure it out for about, I don't know, half a second. And then I didn't know who to give the quote or props to. So we're just going to run with it. But I, I heard something along the lines of, there's one thing we do control in our life for certain, our breath, right? There's a lot of, there's so, actually, there's, there are so many uncontrollables that we do not have control over, right? And let me give an example. This past weekend, I had a podcast guest scheduled to come in for 5 p.m. on Sunday. No better way to end the week and get fired up for the new week than a 5 p.m. podcast on a Sunday. Drake, you should name that a song. 5 p.m. on a Sunday with the Beard Man in L.A. If it happens, give me a ring, Drizzy. But I had been, in, in all seriousness, I had been in touch with this person that I had scheduled for this past weekend, uh, trying to find a time for this person to come in for the last two or three months. They're extremely busy. I'm not going to say this person's name. Don't want to put them on blast. Very, very, very busy person. And so we've been in communication for like the last two or three months. It's not great with the holidays, obviously. Uh, and so we finally found a time that would work. So we get it locked in. And about two hours before the pod, I got a text from this person saying, I need to push it. I need to reschedule. I apologize. Something came up, blah, blah, blah. Now, if this had happened a couple years ago, I might've been stressed out. Like, you know, this was on the calendar. We should have done, we should be doing this podcast. Uh, I would have gotten annoyed. Um, I would have felt anxious. I would have felt a lot of different emotions. But this moment yesterday I, I, I really have to credit so much to it, to meditation and a lot of the deep work that I've done over the last couple of years. There was <clears throat> honestly maybe five seconds of me going, oh, that's too bad. I, I was really looking forward to doing this podcast, but the person did say we're going to reschedule it. So I know it'll happen at some point. Okay, cool. So it's now 3 p.m. I have a whole rest of my afternoon. What does the rest of my day look like? So instead of getting worked up, instead of like, oh, uh, like spending hours, Literally, for some people, it could be hours just scratching their head like, 
ticked off that the person, you know, had to reschedule or the day is not going to plan, you know, pan out the way that we had hoped or wished for. I then said, all right, what's plan B? How do I utilize this time instead? And so me and my boys at the new Cribbo in Venice, we went for a little, little couch hunting, not, you know, this can be a stressful situation, but we ended up finding a couch, did that. And it was, it was good, right? It, we, I was able to redirect my time and energy from podcasts to can't do that. So what's plan B? Let's go do something else that's, that needs to get done at some point this week. And definitely as soon as possible, we need to find a couch that I can put my lovely bum onto or for anyone out there that comes through. I want you to be able to sit and enjoy yourself. So what's the takeaway, right? Although my bum is going to be happy when this couch does come in, that's clearly not the takeaway, which I know you're so fortunate to know. Takeaways, our lives are filled with moments like this. Moments like this are going to keep happening. There's no question about it. There's nothing I can do, you can do, any of us can do to control this. There are going to be numerous moments when things don't go according to plan and we can't stress it. There are going to be times when the person we are attracted to doesn't feel the same way, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to happen. There are going to be times when the employer doesn't offer us the job and gives it to the next person. We cannot control the outcomes of situations, but we can always control how we react to them. If the employer doesn't hire you, you say, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Keep it moving. I also reached out to a past guest, uh, excuse me, not a past guest. I reached out to another example is I reached out to somebody I wanted to podcast with on Friday, heard from them over the weekend. Timing wasn't great. I said, no problem. I get it. You're busy. If it ever makes sense, please let me know. Instead of getting, oh, blah, 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 like sending some rude text back or just not responding to them, I hit them with some positivity. I give them encouragement. I say, I respect what you're doing. I love the hustle. Keep grinding. If it ever makes sense in the future, please let me know. We can't control the outcomes of situations. We can only control how we react to them. Super, super important. Don't allow yourself to get stressed out, stressed up on situations or moments where it wasn't in your control. It wasn't something that you could have changed differently. It was a decision on somebody else or something else externally came up. So anytime there's a situation where things don't go the way I had hoped that they did, I think to myself, was this ultimately my decision? Was the, the guest that had to move the podcast, did I, was that my decision? No, it was something that happened on their end. And honestly, maybe it's a domino effect. Maybe the guest had, this was a decision where he wasn't supposed, he wasn't supposed to be somewhere. And the person that, you know, within his circle said he needed to be there. So it then becomes like a domino effect. You have to trace this back even farther and farther because it wasn't even necessarily this person's decision in the first place. So what I try to remind myself of, one, was it ultimately my decision? Two, 99%, it's not, which means why would I stress it? I guess it's not really two parts. It's really one, but you get, you see what I'm picking up. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Don't stress what we can't control. It's really important. Next part, number three, biggest takeaway from meditation, unattached to my thoughts. That's right. Thoughts, T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. 
not the other thoughts that some of you might have had in your head. This is a PG-13 podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. You guys, you guys and gals ever have those moments where you're deep in a rabbit hole of negative, pessimistic thoughts and you keep digging and digging and digging? You're literally sitting there and your mind is this, it's just, you're just going real deep and you're just beating yourself up and you're thinking bad about yourself and you're telling yourself bad things and you're not your biggest hype man or hype woman. You're just your biggest critic. Here's a little tip. The deeper you go, no matter how far deep you go, there's no gold at the bottom. There's nothing good with us digging and digging and digging. In actuality, the digger you deep, the bigger the ladder you're going to need to get your ass out of that hole. Not good. Meditation has taught me to be very mindful of my thoughts that come in and out of my head on a daily basis. Instead of allowing myself to go deep into holes, I try my best to acknowledge the thoughts and let them pass by. I'm not looking for a reason. I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm just letting these thoughts that come in and out of my head with ease. I use the Headspace app, as I've talked about. Big fan. Big, big, big fan. Would love to interview the co-founder, Andy, at some point. We're going we're gonna to speak it into existence. It's going to happen at some point. His Their headquarters, I think, is out here in Santa Monica. So just a matter of time, baby. We're going to make that happen. But I love the Headspace analogy, and I don't know if he's ever if they if Andy or the app has ever credited where they actually got this from but they use an analogy that we're sitting it's for thoughts and being aware of our thoughts it's like us sitting on the side of the road and watching cars pass by on a highway each car truck represents a different emotion thought feeling and our goal is to not disrupt the flow of traffic let both the negative and positive thoughts come and go with ease. So if you're sitting on the highway and the and you're watching the cars pass by, each car is representing these, these thoughts, these emotions. As long as we don't disrupt the cars, they keep going with ease. Hopefully abiding by the you know speed limit. If you're in California, there's no such thing. But and and for for this this idea of, of being aware of the thoughts, as long as we don't step in and try to interfere the cars, they'll keep continuously flowing. And so that's what we need to do. We need to approach the thoughts in our, our head, both good and bad, and we, ne we need to just let them flow, right? Now, let's, let's keep it 100. Let's keep it, insert the 100 emoji, if you can visualize that. You may or may not realize it, but of course, there are those times where I question my own self about podcasting, right? Oh, do people really care what this bearded man has to say? Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Fortunately, after doing well over 200 plus pods in my career and constantly trying to refine the craft, I've gotten really, really good at quieting this voice and that thought in my head because of just consistently doing this over and over and because of meditation, just getting much more aware of my thoughts where it's like that voice in my head asking like, does anybody really care? Is this ever going to you know, grow? That's just, that's not benefiting me. That, 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 we need to ignore that thought. We need to let it flow in and we need, we need to let it flow out. And anytime, anytime that these thoughts do arise, I just take a second to just recognize the thought 
say thanks for coming and say thanks for leaving and I let it pass by. And here's the thing, it's not it's not going to just happen like that. Oh, okay, pass by. Boom. Gone. Thoughts gone. We're good. Back to regular scheduled programming. Sometimes these thoughts take longer to pass through than others. But eventually, back to the analogy, the car becomes a tiny speck in the distance and then it disappears. So there's going to be depending on what it might be, everyone's different, whatever you're going through in your life right now, for good or for work, for good or bad, some moments and thoughts will come and go with ease and some will stick around a little bit longer but you have to know that at some point it will be a car in the distance and it will disappear now of course i cherish and i appreciate the great thoughts that come into my mind believe me those are what keep me feeling if you follow me on social media if you listen to these podcasts clearly like i push a lot of just like high energy big confidence um, I'm corny. I'm just all over the place. I, I obviously I, I, there's energy that I put out. I hope that people realize like this is somebody that's confident and loves what he does. He's not cocky. He doesn't think he's some hot shit. Like, you know, I, I am the most slept on podcast in the world, but Hey, I love that. <laughs> so of course, like I was saying, I have these great thoughts that come to my mind. They build the confidence They fuel me up, but I'm just as quick to humble myself. Okay. I don't post about it maybe as much. I don't share about it. But in my mind, I am constantly aware that there will always be more room for improvement and this will forever be a work in progress. Never, ever will I think I'm the master. I'm at the top of the game. I'm the best in the building. I might post. I might say it. It's all fun and games. But in reality, I know there will always be room for improvement and it will always be a work in progress. So... Ultimately, we need to become a master observer of our thoughts and not get too attached to any of them. Sit on the side of the road, watch them pass by like cars and trucks on the highway, and don't attach yourself to either of them. At the end of the day, like I said, you keep digging and digging on that negative thought, there's no gold at the bottom, baby. Don't do it. Let the thought come and go. Keep it moving, baby. Let's have a quick quick sip of this water, a little H2O break. It's one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Let's sip it back. Oh, man. I'm telling you. Every time, it's just like, how is this free? How is water free? I just I just don't get it. It's It's just too good. It's too good. I love it. Number four. Biggest takeaway from meditation, greater appreciation for stillness. As you could probably tell from these podcasts, and as I was talking about before, I'm a big energy guy, and I love to hustle. Today is Martin Luther King Day. It's technically a holiday for Liquid IV, so I had the day off, but you best believe your boy was up 645, lacing up them running shoes, got in seven miles for breakfast, and we're still going full speed ahead today. I love to hustle. I need it. And nothing gets me more fired up than making a little bit of progress each and every day. It's back to that 1% growth per day mindset. It's the name of the game, baby. It's why I got it tatted on my knuckle. It's a daily reminder. But honestly, as much as I love to put in that work, I've also realized how important it is to be still. And if I've ever realized how important it is to be still, it's during this pandemic. 
It's been a lot of stillness, a lot of personal growth. And you probably would not be hearing this voice right now if the pandemic didn't hit because I don't know if I would have found the stillness that I've found in these last you know, 10 months. Uh, I wouldn't have found the stillness to sit and think by myself about everything, life, who I am, where I want to go, what I want to do, what's my passion, what are my purposes, all that good, 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 juicy stuff. And that's where the growth has come. Stillness has led to some of the biggest growth of my life, which actually is contradictory if you think about it. Stillness and growth. How is it that somebody is able to remain still but is able to grow? It doesn't make sense. Let me give you an example. I hope this example works. I think it will. Um, You got a plane taking off from Boston to LAX. Shout out to Beantown. Shout out to MA. Shout out to East Coast one time. As Drake once said, hardly home but always repping. Two Drake quotes in one podcast. I am ridiculous. Flight from Boston to LAX. If the pilots aren't monitoring the path of that plane it's on, and it's off one degree, if they keep putzing along all the way across to the West Coast, they potentially could be three to 500 miles off course. I didn't do the math. I didn't actually pull up a, a, a map and you know pull up one degree. What, it would, what would it look like? But they would be off track if they were just one degree through that six plus hour flight across you know 3,000 miles. So the beauty of stillness is it gives us time to slow down and assess where we are right now and the direction that we're headed. And it gives us that space to make changes if necessary. So when we, when we have stillness, and for me, like from all this downtime of the pandemic, I have time. I'm not commuting to and from an office. I'm not in an office filled with people and distractions, which I have nothing but love for all the peeps at Liquid IV. We're all crushing it. But because I'm not around people, I'm really only around the people that I live with. There's a lot more quietness in my day. There's a lot more time for me and to just think, right? And so if I don't have that time or anybody has that time to stop and really think for a second, we're constantly going. We're constantly crossing things on our to-do list. We wake up, we get after it, we go to sleep. We wake up, we get after it, we go to sleep, right? And it's just like the cycle over and over and over. Similar with that plane. If they take off and they just up... We know we're goaded, autopilot, sit back, relax, focus on other things. Boom, we're three to 500 miles off course. Forcing myself to take 20 minutes every morning to sit down, put the phone away, cut out all distractions, allows me to observe all of these thoughts that are running through my head. Now, yes, you might be, you might have, you might know, you might be an expert at meditation which is going to be really interesting listening to this podcast because I am far from an expert, still very much a beginner. Um, Or you maybe have never meditated and you kind of have an idea of it and it's like, yeah, isn't meditation just about focusing on your breath? Like how does does that lead to growth? For me personally, I've also found the meditation to be a great time for me to reflect and acknowledge areas of of my life that I need to put more effort into. So by me being still, and just listening and observing to my thoughts, I start to see random things pop in my head. It could be like, wow, you need to put more effort into like talking to your parents more. Okay, noted. Go back to the breath, beard man. And then I'll be sitting there focusing on the breath and then something else will pop up like, oh, you gotta buy that thing on Amazon. I'm like, fuck, 
I spent so much money on Amazon. Bezos got all my money, but it's worth it. It goes right to your doorstep. Keep spending, Bobby. All right, noted. Back to the breath. Oh, you know, insert everything, right? So the stillness actually allows me sometimes to really just like do some deep work. And it allows me to acknowledge the areas of my life I need to put more effort into. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is there's always going to be more work to be done, right? On that to-do list. But if we aren't taking the time to reassess the path we're on, we may end up a lot farther from where we intended to be, just like that plane. Okay, so instead of landing at LAX, might end up in Mexico, which, sheesh, I ain't mad about it, but, you know, everyone else on that plane ain't gonna be too, ain't gonna be too pleased. So, uh, I've grown so much more appreciation for stillness because of meditation, and it's led to some of the biggest growth in my life, and it's something that I'm very aware of, and I try to make sure I have as much as I can in my day, um, even from the little bit of stillness when I go for a walk around the block in the middle of the day, just a 15, 20 minute loop provides me some stillness, stepping away from the work and allows me to quiet the chatter in my mind. Fifth and final takeaway from meditation, more gratitude for life. So important. The practice of meditation has led me down this path of reading books, listening to podcasts about meditation, mindfulness, stoicism, mindset. It's taken me down, honestly, just a path of inner work and recognizing that our mindsets are so important and we need to treat our minds with care. We need to feed it the right thoughts and the right social media and it's just so, so crucial. And through it all, I've just, I have so much more gratitude for the life and all the small things that I easily can take for granted. And I started writing in a daily morning to gra- a daily morning gratitude journal uh, at the end of October and I haven't missed a day since, which is almost 80 plus days later. And it's just been so important for setting the intention for the day and recognizing the things that I should be grateful for that so easily fly under the radar. And if, and if you want to dive into some more of the gratitude journaling, I did a podcast for episode 49 called 30, 30 Days of, of Gratitude Journaling. And uh, I really dive into it. it it's really important uh, of how much it's it's helped me in my day-to-day. And it just feel like such a significant or significant lift in happiness and appreciation for my life. But when I acknowledge all the good that's happening in my life, I feel like I was saying, I feel significantly happier. And it could be, it tends to be the smallest things where I go, wow, isn't that so beautiful? But yet I take it for granted. Whether it's having a roof over my head, having food in my fridge, having a healthy body that allows me to walk or run, having both parents still be alive and healthy, having financial stability in a pandemic, so, so crucial that I recognize and I don't take for granted. Uh, Or even having like natural curiosity for life and wanting to always learn more, even if it's not my area of interest, like I just want to know why and I want to understand more of it. So instead of setting a destination point that I need to reach in order to be quote unquote happy, I'm instead choosing to be happy now. That's what the gratitude has has helped me is be more appreciative of where I am right now instead of thinking that, oh, a nice car or a bigger house or more clothes or more vacations, thinking that that's going to make me happier, I just know is not true. Because in reality, all that is, is me constantly changing what I would call the happiness destination. Once I get to X, I'll be happy. But when I get to X, then I say, nah, nah. When I get to why, I'll be real happy. 
and the cycle continues and continues. So I found that it's my responsibility to be happy with where I am and who I am today. Not sometime down the line, but today. Now, of course, I set goals and I have aspirations, right? I want to drive that all black Range Rover. And you best believe we're going to get that someday. I want to own a property in LA. Going to happen, going to manifest it. But I'm not letting those goals or visions be the only way that I can ever be happy. I'm not letting that happiness destination be the moment of which the bearded man's finally happy because it's not. It never will be. Happiness is a choice. It is not a destination. And so instead, I'm filled to the brim with happiness or as much happiness as I can give myself even while I record this podcast. More gratitude for life. Big, big, big takeaway from meditation. So to recap, I think we've all had moments where we are caught up in the thoughts in our head and we feel like we keep digging ourselves into a deep, deep hole. Let me tell you right now, the deeper we dig, there's no gold at the bottom, so we got to pump the brakes and stop while we're ahead. In my belief, meditation is the solution to finding happiness in this moment. Five ways meditation can positively help us. Number one, we get dialed in on the present moment. Number two, we no longer stress what we can't control. Number three, we no longer attach ourselves to the positive or negative thoughts in our mind. Number four, we have greater appreciation for stillness. And number five, we have more gratitude for our life today. Bam, baby. Couple questions from the BMC, or as I like to call it, the Bearded Man community. I always try to get the community involved, so I posted uh, posted a little story asking what people would like me to dive into questions or topics around meditation, and we got a couple couple good cues and topics. First one is my girl Leslie Hughes. Shout out to you, Leslie. Once again, love that we got more women listening to this podcast. Let's go. She asked, "How long did it take for you to see the benefits? What were some of them?" Great question, Leslie. Um, I can't recall because this was four years ago when I started getting into the practice of meditation, but I I think it's like um, it's almost like physical fitness, right? You see benefits after the first couple of days, after the first week, month, but you have to stick with it for the long haul. And so I think it's just been a small but steady growth over the last four years. And some of the, you know what were some of them? Exactly what we dove into today. Um, just so much more presence and just alive and energy and appreciation for this life. And um, I think the key is ultimately just if anybody's interested in meditation and wanting to try it, stick with it. You're not going to feel great. You know, you're, it's not going to change your life overnight, but it will tremendously, I, I believe, help you with time. So that's a great question, Leslie. Second question coming from Ray Vance. Shout out to my man Ray Vance out in East Coast. Do you focus on a mantra or anything specific other than your breathing? It's a great question, Ray. I've definitely tried the mantra-based uh, meditation. And for those listening, it's essentially like picking a word or two, you know, two or three words to focus on so that you just stay focused on the mantra. Like I think before I've done like just breathe. And I would, you know, on just I would breathe in and breathe in the word breathe, I would breathe out. So just just breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. Just constantly saying the same mantra. But for me, like I was saying earlier, it's a little bit of everything. It's just focusing on the breath. It's acknowledging the thoughts that are rolling through my mind. Um, and it's not being my being a big critic. I recently heard on a podcast that 
if you're, I think it was with uh, on Tim Ferriss' show with Dan Harris, uh, who has a book called 10% Happier, 10% Happier, I think it is. Um, but he said that if you're ever meditating and you, you, you recognize that you're not focusing on your breath, the fact that you're recognizing that you're not focusing on your breath in, in itself is the validation that you're meditating because you're aware. That's what meditation is all about, I think, is really just awareness. So for me, it's a mix of everything. I think everyone's different. Um, but for me, it's just it's definitely focusing on the breath, but also acknowledging the thoughts that come across my my mind. Great question, Ray. Third question from Natalia ha- uh, Haddix. Shout out to Natalia. We got another woman checking in on the podcast. Let's go. Trying to balance it out, baby. 50-50 by the end of the year. It's going to happen. Does meditation help avoid burnout? Now, for me, personally, personal opinion, okay, this is what I think. I think it does help burnout. I think because the meditation, it helps us be aware of our thoughts, our emotions. uh, And when we start to feel that burnout coming, I think we we acknowledge that, oh, I'm starting to feel the burnout, so I'm going to slow down before that happens. Like I said, the meditation, I think, helps us be so much more aware. And I think if you continuously put time and effort into the practice, I think it will help avoid burnout. Once again, my beard of wisdom, I ain't got all the answers, but it definitely helps me. So from my experience, it for sure helps me burn from avoiding burnout because I'm constantly aware of how I feel. And when I start to feel like all oh, there's, I'm getting to that like, burnout slash like the work is getting sloppy or just like my mind is going crazy. I go, that's it. Shut it down. Shut the laptop, pump the brakes. We'll, we'll pick up uh, sometime tomorrow. Great question, Natalia. Uh, fourth and final question, Darren Morgan. When do you meditate? Great question. For me, it has to be in the morning. I work out and then I meditate. So by the time that I finish working out and I sit down to meditate. I've been up for, you know, an hour and a half. My blood is flowing. I'm, I'm awake. I've definitely tried it in the past where I wake up and meditate in the first 10 minutes of being awake. And I literally, it, to me, it's like trying to put myself back to sleep. Um, so for me, I found the best time to do it is right when I wake up and I feel fantastic. Not, excuse me, not when I wait, first wake up, dial it back, bearded man after I work out and then I sit down to do it. So it helps me set good intention for the day, keeps my mind clear, helps me get focused and get ready for the day ahead of me. So great questions, great topics, and definitely stoked to bring in more as you guys and gals have some questions and topics. Challenge for the listeners. Now, if you made it this far on this podcast, appreciate you listening and I, I hope I provide you some value. My challenge for you, add 10 minutes of meditation into your day for, for the next week. No matter if you hear this podcast on a Monday, on a Thursday when it drops, on a Sunday, it does not matter. My challenge for you, add 10 minutes of meditation into your day for the next week and see how you feel. See how how it adjusts or if it if it really impacts you at all. Um, and a couple ways you can do that, download the app Headspace or download an app called Calm or Waking Up with Sam Harris. All three great, great apps. If you don't want to commit to an app, totally get that. You could also go to YouTube and type in meditation videos, bunch of free content out there. And even if you don't want to do any of that, my challenge for you, put your phone on do not disturb or airplane mode, put the timer for 10 minutes, flip your phone upside down, close your eyes and just focus on your breath. That's all you got to do. You don't need to pay for all the apps if you don't want to. You can just literally focus on your breath and just be aware of what you hear. If you hear the birds chirping, if you hear a car outside, it's just about being aware of where you are in this very moment. Stay consistent and see how you feel after a week. 
And I'd be curious to hear what you guys and gals think. All right. Let's get to the pod review of the week from my man, Dan Klamick. The next room over. He's a legend. He is a legend. He's one of my new roommates here in Venice. And what a guy he is. He left a review on the Bearded Man podcast, which I so much appreciate on the iTunes. He wrote uh, as the subject, Bob Bay is dialed. Capital D-I-A-L-E-D. Love that, Dan. This is about to be the dialed house. Five stars on the review. Let's go. He said, this podcast is straight slept on. Excellent pod for life hacks and overall thoughts on how to be a boss. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. Dan the man, you're a legend. I love living with you, and I can't wait for 2021 for what we got cooking up at this house. Uh, But thank you to anyone out there that actually does take the time to write these reviews. It really, really does help um, because it gives a little authentic, it gives a little credibility to this podcast that we're growing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, To wrap up today's podcast, ladies and gentlemen, all that I ask, if you enjoyed this podcast and if you made it this far, first off, thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Thank you for you know, sticking with me for, I don't know how long this podcast was, but thank you so, so much. I love you. I'd kiss you on the lips if I could. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, screenshot this episode, post it to your IG story, tag me at Bob Bay, B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y and share it out to the world. It is how we grow this podcast organically. And we're just not going to stop. I got a lot more content on the way, so you best believe I'm gonna keep cooking it up. But thank you to those out there that do share it out. It really, really, really does help. And uh, we got a lot more great content cooking up and on the way. So thank you so much. That's it. I will see you guys and gals soon enough. More content on the way. Let's have a great, great year. I know we're almost at the end of January. We're going full speed ahead all 2021 through 2022 to 2023. I mean, we're literally, we're not going to be stopped. Thank you guys and gals for tuning in. I will see you guys and gals soon enough. It's your favorite bearded man, Bob Bay, the most slept on podcaster in the world. They just don't know it yet. See you guys and gals soon enough. See ya.